live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Hey man, this is what they deal with. They got this is a bailout. These guys they uh, picked up on the expressway out here. The borders a mile down that way. They loaded up and if you come check this out. These guys driver bail came across the canal. We had seven guys loaded under this this plywood all waiting here. He hit the tree. Thankfully for the seven that are sitting here, didn't hit it too hard or else that it could have been fatalities. But that's what they said. They you know a lot of times the drivers don't care. They'll just let these guys die. So all, all the time, these guys would just crash, you know, bodies thrown all over the place. Um, Sergeant Police Chief, with the driver, he actually swam the canal over here. So God bless these guys. Come, let's check this out. So you can see they crashed the truck over here. The driver actually left all the, the bodies in the back of the truck. They weren't sure how many had, had escaped. The Border Patrol caught up to the truck. The guys were still laying underneath the plywood underneath there. The driver was running, running along the side of the canal, jumped the canal swam across the other they pursued across the canal came back and picked him up and now he's in custody right here the key though is this is constant at every point along the border cartels control it they control many people on this side this is one pursuit you see the amount of law enforcement that it takes the resources that are involved in this we've got a helicopter up above we've got eight units out here and this was one vehicle and you've got hundreds of them coming in uh, it's not just the family units that are coming across the hundreds of people turning themselves in those are a distraction for these guys the one the ones that want to get away they call them bailouts and this happens these are the ones that the cartels are trying to get into america they're criminals they're ms-13 members they're drug dealers they're drug traffickers they're sex traffickers all of this they're former deportees these are the guys that don't want to get caught
And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to give a big shout out <clears throat> to my friend, my brother in Christ, one of the hardest working people when it comes to border protection and exposing what is going on down there at the direction of the illegitimate administration that seems to be in charge and not so in charge of the southern border. Is anybody working harder in this country than Ben Berkwam? I mean, honestly, is there any reporter, any journalist out there in the field working harder to expose outside of maybe James O'Keefe, but especially along the border? I don't think there's anybody out there working harder. And I want to say God bless Ben and his family. May God continue to put an armor of protection around him and his family. It is very, very dangerous work that he is doing. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, he is completely... <clears throat> excuse me, he's completely exposed as far as his face to these gang members, to these cartel members, and to these MS-13 gang members. So Ben is putting his life at risk. The people that, so what, the, the story surrounding what I just showed you to open up the show, and please share the video, folks. If, if you're ever going to share videos, at least share videos that are exposing the lies uh, that, that are being perpetrated on this country right now. What happened was Ben was just on a ride-along. He was just on a simple ride-along as a reporter for Real America's Voice News, interviewing the police. Of course, you've seen that he had protection on. He had his bulletproof vest on. And in during the ride-along, they it came over the radio that these drug smugglers, these cartel smugglers, were literally uh, en route and to go to, to not only smuggle uh, people but also or drug dealers, but also the drugs that they were carrying. So they 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 instantly got into a hot pursuit of this vehicle, and then the vehicle stopped and they ran out and they jumped out and they started running. And the people that you see uh, that were arrested, they were obviously the ones that were caught in the end. But what they were doing was drug smuggling for the Mexican cartel. So you take what Ben's doing. And what some others are doing, and you mix that with some good judges in this country who have made it so that the Remain in Mexico policy that Trump had is now in effect again. And maybe, ladies and gentlemen, you will see a band-aid put on the bullet wound, which is the southern border and how wide open it actually is it's not going to solve everything but at least with ben's efforts and good judges in this country making proper rulings ladies and gentlemen at least we'll slow it down and that's all we can do until we put uh we we get back in in, in power in all three branches of these government all we can do is is hope to slow the the uh the pain that Joe Biden's illegitimate administration is inflicting on these great United States of America. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Today is December 8th, Wednesday, December 8th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, uh, coming to you live from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. And I got to say, it's been a couple months since I've been on the road. And while I love spending time with family and while I love being in this chair constantly, I do miss coming out there, meeting all of you, and, and, and hearing firsthand what the problems are in your state, in your city, uh, and, or in your neck of the woods. Let me give some shout-outs here because I know I have some birthdays in the house. So it looks like Donnie C., it's his birthday today. We got some more birthdays as well. So let me just go ahead and give a uh, happy birthday song to Donnie and everybody else whose birthday it is today. Because I think I got my voice back a little bit now. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donnie. And anybody else whose birthday it is. Happy birthday to you. God bless you guys. Thank you so very much. I don't care if what gender you are. If it's your birthday and I got time, I'm going to sing you happy birthday. The show today, ladies and gentlemen, is being live, uh, live streamed on Getter as well. I did share what I thought was the live stream uh, on Getter. 
let me just see here real quick one more time before we before we move any further I want to see so yeah it is it is live it is live let me see if I can see it doesn't have a link and it doesn't have a share button which is really odd it is live and I can see it live but I don't think anybody else can see it live. Anyway, I'll continue to work on that after the show and figure out how to share a proper stream. It looks like right now all you do is you go on the site and it's just like whatever live streams are on, they're on. And if you are on your computer, there is literally a button. Um, it looks like a little ringing button. And if you click that, it will bring you to all the live streams that are going on uh, right now, or at least the more prominent ones. You're, you're not going to see me up there because nobody's probably watching it because they can't find it. Um, I'm just looking through them here. But anyway, long story short, folks, we are live streaming on Roku and we are live streaming on Rumble right now. And of course, once we get this Getter thing figured out, you'll be able to watch on Getter as well. Let me give some <clears throat> morning shout outs here. We've got uh, Gene McKillen is watching. God bless you, Gene. Good to see you. Of course, we've got Joe Bo and Ashley Wida, who's always here. Lisa827. Remember, Jeremy, we have to make a phone call today. Uh, remind me of who we were calling, and uh, I think it was somebody on the West Coast, but remind me again who we're calling. Uh, sorry, I had a lot going on uh, last couple days. Lisa Naquin is watching. God bless you. Darlene from Michigan is also watching. We've got Bad Moon 001 says, shout out World War II vet Wayne from Rock River, River Wyoming. Shauna from Houston, Texas. <clears throat> Roxanne from Minnesota is watching. Who else we got here? Suzanne is watching. Thank you very much. And Kelly Bruno, I appreciate you joining in. If you've not done so yet, ladies and gentlemen, please share the video and give us a rumble. Click that little plus sign down at the bottom. And hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, rumble's making some uh, some updates here because I've seen some people now said that they can actually see the live stream or the live chat, I should say, on the uh, rumble app. So that's good as well. And I want to thank the three folks who've donated this morning $5 to Live from America. That is Miranda Dolan. C.L. Burns says Choo Choo. And of course, um, Joe Hoffmeyer as well. So thank you so very much, you guys, for uh, for your help and your your loyalty to making sure that Live from America t continues to, uh, to move uh, forward. And by the way, we have 145, I believe, businesses on the American Strong page right now, and we will highlight, highlight those businesses as we move forward. So look, as we get into the verse of the day today, folks, I want to reassure you that there is far more uh, productive and good things going on in this country politically and socially than anybody even realizes because the mainstream media won't talk about it and most show hosts will not talk about the good news. Although last night you seen the entire show was nothing but good news and it's going to carry over until today. Now it's not all good news today. We are, we are, there are some things in here that we're going to talk about that we need to continue to fight. But folks, there is a blueprint to taking back this country. And we're not only following that blueprint, and it's not only working in our favor, but ladies and gentlemen, it's working very, very quickly. And a lot of people don't understand what's happening right now. But with President Trump taking a step back and working behind the scenes very, very heavily to make sure that when he does come back, he cripples media, cripples dirty politicians, cripples the, the rhino Republicans that are stuck in this party, and then ultimately cripples the Democrats. Um, they're, they're eating their each other right now, and, and they're literally crumbling because there's nowhere to focus their attention. And we're going to focus on that. We're going to focus on that blueprint, and we're going to focus on the real possibility of Trump becoming the Speaker of the House, how it went from fantasy to maybe a real possibility, and much, much more here on Live from America today. Let's go to the verse of the day, because it's a, it's a good one. I titled it, If Jesus Came Today and Cured COVID, dot, 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 dot. Now think about that title. Let's get off politics for a minute, everybody in the chat. Let's get off the politics, and let's go, and let's really focus on the Lord right now, okay? If Jesus came today and cured COVID. Verse of the day today is Luke 5, 21 through 24. Now, this is going to um, uh, bring a, a long explanation to why I picked this verse and what it really means to me today. But again, verse of the day, Luke 5, 21 through 24. But the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law said to themselves, quote, Who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Now this after Jesus showing town after town, nothing but miracle after miracle with healing the sick, 
healing the blind, healing the handicapped. Everybody knew what he could do. And of course, the Pharisees didn't like that. So again, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. So much to break down and unpack here as it relates to the leaders that we have today. And I'll put leaders in quotation marks. First of all, the religious leaders realized that they were losing their grip and their control on the people because Jesus was clearly <clears throat> exposing all of their lies that they have made up over the years to keep them above the general public by making them think that they were closer to God than anyone else. And if you didn't obey their rules by their agenda, then you were a heathen or a blasphemer. A blasphemer. Does that sound familiar? Not going along with their agenda the exact way they want it to? Not falling in line with their power so they break you down and call you heathen or blasphemer or today racist or bigot? Sound familiar? Let's move on. They also realized <clears throat> that their power, they made people believe that they had was fake and phony. They would bleed people dry of money and property in order to perform acts of religious healing that obviously never worked. Long story short, they were powerful and corrupt con artists who were seeing their con destroyed before their very eyes and could not believe that this was happening. Sound familiar? But I think more than anything else, what bothered them the most wasn't that someone actually was challenging their lies in real time, but that what he was actually doing was actually working. And since the people could see that he was performing miracles by healing the sick, it exposed the religious leaders for their agenda all while showing that their modern medicines and religious procedures did not work. Sound familiar? Look at this COVID sickness and the experimental jab. We have a way to fix this problem. We have modern therapeutics and ways to rid ourselves of COVID-19 completely through the grace of God. We have treatments that have no side effects and we have treatments that are cheap enough for everyone to get without costing the taxpayer trillions of dollars. However, the leaders of this world do not want anyone knowing that, so they lie. They slander and they censor anyone who dares to educate the public. Why? Because they have an agenda, and that agenda makes them and their donors and their partners in the pharmaceutical companies extremely rich and gives them all the power because they have the cure for the very fear that they have instilled. And you can only get it from them. Problem is that much like the old days, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't work and we have exposed that. If Jesus came back today and cured COVID-19, the left-wing woke communists would slander him, censor him, criticize him, and try to have him killed for exposing their lie. Just like they did 2021 years ago fortunately we the people have done just that and that is why they are trying to label all of us terrorists and white supremacists who are responsible for all of the covid deaths if they could crucify every single one of us they would that is their ultimate goal unopposed tyrannical rule and when tyranny becomes law rebellion becomes duty. That's why I'm wearing my 3%er shirt today. That's their ultimate goal, ladies and gentlemen, unopposed, tyrannical rule. But I have a spoiler alert warning for all of them. You can't beat God, and just like God won 2,000 years ago, God will win again. In Jesus' name, amen. Isn't it funny how even when you're speaking of biblical times, that history repeats itself? Everything that I just read to you is an exact replica of what is going on today, just using different words <clears throat> with different medicines and different leaders. But it's the same situation 
It's the same. It's the very same situation that people dealt with 2021 years ago, except there was the Son of God in the mix. And now the Son of God lives in each and every one of us. And how are they going to stop that? Hmm. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for doing this with me every day. It means so much. And the fact that we can lift our voices up and praise the creator of the universe in unison together across all these beautiful, wonderful states and even people watching right now from overseas is truly one of the most greatest things that's ever happened. So let's all remove our hats and focus on the cross as we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Well done. Very powerful, says Metafdemi, thank you very much. You know what? The the the. I think this show is starting to hit a stride, and I don't think it's not only it's not only hitting a stride with its with the political uh, stories and the facts and 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 the digging of, of to try to find the truth, but I think the show is finally starting to hit a stride biblically as well. I think the Lord is directing me to very very powerful relevant verses every single day, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, that we are making a very big difference and that we are changing the world here on Live from America. So I would ask you one more time before we get started on the first and foremost section for you to please, 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 please share the video. I would love to see Rumble get up to about 5,500, and the only way that happens is sharing in your groups and directly sharing to your messengers, uh, your, messen your messenger uh, contacts and your Instagram contacts. Here we go. First and foremost section of today, major things are happening right now in Congress. Shifts of loyalty, people being exposed for their corruption and their true motives and agendas, just like 2,000 years ago, and much more, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, let's talk about this debt ceiling disaster that Mitch McChina just awarded and caved into Joe Biden once again giving the Democrats another win. Although it's not through the Senate yet, it's about to be. Let me break down this debt ceiling disaster because the House has already passed raising the debt ceiling and the only Republican, <laughs> Republican to sign on with the Democrats and vote for increasing the debt ceiling is Adam Kinzinger, because he's not a Republican, never was a Republican, never will be, and by the time he's done, he will run as a Democrat before it's all said and done. We've said that, we know that, that's no surprise there. And it's also no surprise that it actually passed the House because all they need is a simple majority in the House. However, moving... Oh, we are on fire stick, so thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just want to stop real quick. I, want, I wanted somebody to let me know if fire stick was working, and apparently it is. LFA TV app is so perfect on fire stick. So we are also live now on fire stick, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're if Rumble ever craps out on you, you can go over to Roku and fire stick, and as soon as we figure out how to share it correctly on Getter as well. We can't be stopped. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move over to the Senate side. Now, on the Senate side, in order to raise the debt ceiling, it's not a simple majority vote. You need 60 votes. You need 60 votes. That's the only way it can happen. The Or the only, only other way it could happen, outside of getting rid of the filibuster, which we're not going to do, is to have the Senate Republicans actually waive and suspend the filibuster in order for the Democrats to get their vote through. Now, why would the Republicans do that? You might ask. You might be asking yourself, Republicans aren't going to suspend the filibuster in order to get this through. Oh, but contrary, ladies and gentlemen, you would be wrong if you were to think that because Mitch McChina, behind closed doors, with his longtime pal, his longtime buddy, Chuck Schumer, have apparently come to a deal where they are going to suspend the debt or the filibuster in order for them to get a um a majority vote to increase the debt ceiling to pay off bills now this is nothing new ladies and gentlemen but usually it's done in a bipartisan fact in a bipartisan fashion we are so divided right now especially in congress that doesn't exist 
Not really, anyway. Unless you get into your little rhino, you know, uniparty swamp donkey people behind closed doors, and then then some bipartisan uh, ship exists, but not not in reality. So here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be two votes. This is going to make you sick to your stomach, but. When we find all this out, we dig out the cancer and we get rid of these people so it can never happen again, much like the election. Here's what's going to happen. It's going, it's, it gets a little tricky here, but I figured it all out for you and I'll just break it down the easiest way I can. There's going to be two votes in order to not only increase the debt ceiling, but then there's going to be a second vote which says, how much are we going to increase the debt ceiling by? Now, this is where you really see the true colors of Mitch McChina and how much of a scumbag this guy really is. So they are going to come to a deal in order to suspend the filibuster so they don't need 60 votes so the democrats can come right in there's going to be a 50 50 vote split and the democrats will come in with kamala harris she will be the deciding vote she will be the tiebreaker and they will all have voted to increase the debt ceiling all right then the second vote will not have any Republicans whatsoever because none of the Republicans are going to vote for this. They're all going to vote no, which is weird because they're allowing the Democrats to actually vote yes. They're actually giving the Democrats a blank check here because then what's going to happen is there's going to be a second vote and all of those Democrats and independents that voted yes will now vote on how much to increase the debt ceiling by. Now, all of the Republicans said they will not vote to increase the debt ceiling $1. They want to put it all on the Democrats, so this is the Democrats' failure. However, we never even have to get to the Democrat failure if Mitch McChina, behind closed doors, wouldn't cave to Joe Biden in the left's administration and give them the opportunity to vote on how much to increase it by anyway. Do you see the craziness that's going on here in Washington, ladies and gentlemen? Do you see the people that we are exposing here? Thank you very, very much for the donation, Mihi. That's a $300 donation, and that's going to go uh, very well to the budget of Life from America. I can promise you, and I thank you for spending your hard-earned money to help this show out because you see value. But ladies and gentlemen, let's break it all down here. Let's look at this. There doesn't even need to be a second vote on how much to increase it by because it, it, all you're doing is giving them the opportunity to do that vote anyway. You don't even have to do that by not letting them suspend the filibuster and not even letting the vote get through to begin with. But Mitch McChina is going to do that, but he's going to try to save face on the second vote with Republicans by saying, hey, we don't have anything to do with how much they're, uh, how much they're raising it by. But you gave them a blank check to do it, you moron. You gave them a blank check to do it, you moron. So for that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give Mitch McChina the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Of course, did we expect anything less from this kind of a uniparty swamp donkey rhino rat like Mitch McChina? All of this could have been avoided, ladies and gentlemen. Every bit of it. So... When you see Mitch McChina on TV trying to pretend he has a chin over the next two weeks and say, oh, we had, no, uh, we had nothing to do with it, with his bruised hands, his red and blue, black, blue hands from being bruised from something in his black eye, uh, we had nothing to do with it. Um, uh, we had nothing to do with how much they raised the debt ceiling by. That was purely the Democrats. Uh, Republicans don't want to raise the debt ceiling at all. And uh, so we didn't vote for it. So yay, go GOP. No. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. We're too keen to your, to your, uh, your behind-the-door corrupt crap that you've been pulling for the last three decades. We get it now. Thank you, Donald Trump, for exposing all of this and getting us all involved. You're not going to pull that wool over our eyes anymore. This debt ceiling raise is only made possible because of Mitch McChina. It is only made possible because of the caving that, this, that the GOP consistently does to the left. We could stop everything in its tracks literally everything we would not have to rely on federal judges to do this if the people in the republican party actually had a backbone so that's what you have going on as far as this debt ceiling being raised and um i completely expect that to be done by the end of the day today having said that ladies and gentlemen when i told you that there's major shifts going on in washington right now loyalty being tested agendas and motives being exposed there's also people on the left who are siding with people on the right. That's actually happening too, ladies and gentlemen. So let's break down what I'm talking about. 
Democrat Senator John Tester from the state of Montana, more of a centrist than anything, he is now saying that he will join with Joe Manchin in order to support a bill that would block Biden's vaccine mandate amongst uh, federal employee, uh, federal employees, and uh, with businesses a uh, hundred or more. Now, where this is better, better than a than a federal court ruling or a circuit court ruling, Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, is that it actually would be made law in Congress that Biden would not be able to have this power. So that is a bill that it will be moved forward. Joe Manchin supports it, and now Democrat John Tester supports it. Both of them said that they would vote with the Republicans on that, which would automatically pass the Senate and then go to the House. Now, we all know that Nancy Pelosi is um, will never even bring it to the House floor for a vote. However, Republicans in the House can actually make her bring it to the House floor for a vote. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I would guarantee that there would be a number of Democrats who also do not want forced vaccinations in their states. So we have a good chance here of this bill that is backed by Joe Manchin and John Tester from actually passing through the Senate and then pa- and then going down to the House, forcing Nancy Pelosi to put it on a House floor for a vote, which she won't do because she knows there's Democrats for it. And we might be able to just stop this whole vaccine craziness from a law, from a Congress level, where it will actually be law and then we don't have to rely on any kind of federal judges. Now, then it would go to jo- then it would go to uh, Joe Biden's desk, and he wouldn't sign it anyway. But the point is here is we're moving forward for when we do take control in 2022, which President Trump is already making sure that that's going to happen. There's no way that they're going to be able to cheat on a level to steal in 2022 as they did in 2020, and we have the blueprint from Virginia that's making that happen, along with the decertifications that are coming up in January in both Wisconsin and Arizona by the grace of God. So there's a lot going on right now, but really what we need to focus on are all of the Democrats that are leaving, all of the Republicans that are being flushed out, that are rhinos, and the and the, uh, the real grand new party coming in like a firestorm, laying the hammer down. And we're going to take control of everything, and we're not even shy about it. People like Matt Gates, he's not shy about it. He's looking down the barrel of the gun and telling the, the left and the uniparty rhinos exactly what's coming, exactly how it's coming and either get on or get out of the way and there's nothing they're going to be able to do to stop it that is a result of all of you fighting so hard for the last year like you've done nobody has ever done that what we've done in the last year nobody has ever done that in this country that quick that is the power of we the people and you have to understand where these shifts are happening you have to see the forest for the trees and you have to stay away from anything that mainstream media is telling you and focus and research on this stuff yourself and you'll see that we are winning major major fights behind closed doors and again ladies and gentlemen i will say to you Outside of some of the people that might have lost their jobs from these fake mandates that employers never, ever, ever should have followed. Outside of that, we're just living in a normal Democrat ruled in uh, United States of America. Inflation way up, gas prices way up, um, jobs down, and income down, income level down. That's nothing different than we face all the time, ladies and gentlemen. So we are holding this administration at bay really, really, really well. And if Mitch McChina would get his head and half of his chin out of his butt, we could actually make uh, more damage uh, done to the, the rhinos and the swamp donkeys. But we'll take what we can get when we can get it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of corrupt politicians that are being exposed on the right and this fight that Donald Trump has on the ground to make sure that we remove these people so that we don't have any chance at all <clears throat> of more of breeding more Mitch McChinas or breeding more mom jeans Mitt Romneys um, there's a there's another corrupted politician out there that I've been talking about for over a year ladies and gentlemen and now you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about all right let's put a spotlight on representative Dan Crenshaw from Texas Okay? For over a year, I've been saying that this guy's nothing but a rhino and a Utah party swamp donkey. I've shown you video proof. I've showed you statements that this guy has made on his, on his social media. I have even showed and played radio interviews from this guy where he is talking very swampy. And he's very good at towing the line so he can continue to rake in donations. I call him Dan McCain. Because to me, he's nothing more than a John McCain, a uniparty scumbag who pretends to be a Republican is anything but a Republican. Dan McCain Crenshaw, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to show you right now is a video of what he said 
just yesterday, and it's really bad. He is throwing everybody in the Freedom Caucus under the bus, lying, and he's praising people like Adam Kinzinger. And wait until you hear the way that he mentions Trump's name and the disgust that is in his voice. Now, I'm going to be playing you this video from Dan Bongino's Bongino Report. And the reason why I'm playing it to you from there and not just playing you the video is because I want you to see what Dan Bongino says about Dan Crenshaw after the video and how he exposes the lies from this rhino uniparty scumbag that we need to make sure does not further his career in Republican politics and I'm not kidding I'm being a hundred percent serious when I say this stuff check this out <clears throat> but a guy who really annoyed me hold on let me get it let me get it uh, to the point where you he has has the video all right here we go here's because they know how to say slogans real well. They know how to recite the lines that they know that our voters want to hear. Let me tell you something. In the first two years of Trump's presidency, when Republicans were in control, when every single time we were voting on Donald Trump's agenda, who do you think was at the top of that list voting with Trump, and who do you think was at the bottom? A lot of names you would recognize were at the bottom of that list. A lot of names you would recognize are at the top of that list. Number two, it's probably going to make you cringe a little bit. It's Adam Kinsinger. Voted with Trump almost 99%. Lies. Lies. Who's at the bottom? Everybody in the Freedom Caucus. All of them. What you hear so often is not true. It's not true. We have grifters in our midst. Not here, not like in this room, that's not what I mean. I mean in the conservative movement. Lie after lie after lie because they know something psychologically about the conservative heart. We're worried about what people are going to do to, do to us, what they're going to infringe upon us. He just brought up a good point. I mean, he's like, I used to like this guy. So, yeah, me too. I always default to liking a guy who's given so much for the country on the battlefield. But I did tell Guy day one. Guy's been here a while now. As long as Joe, Joe is the uh, the uh, Joe's the godfather of the operation. Then the capo as well. But Guy's been here a while now. Yeah. And Guy said to me, one of the first, he said we were watching a video together. You know, plays during the show, most of them. And um, Guy said to me, Joe, he goes, you know, I remember one of the first days I was here. You warned me about this guy. I did. Huh. I did because I'm telling you, I'm tired of the all hat, no cattle, false prophets. Now listen to what he says when he breaks this down. Nothing said there is true. Exactly. Nothing. Adam Kinzinger is some bedrock conservative legislator. So I went to the gold standard. Hear, hear me out on this. If you want to check the conservative bona fides of your legislator in Congress or the Senate, I use disclosure i used to work there but i have no financial arrangement with them whatsoever anymore joe joe remembers well we where joe did some work there too yep. conservative review has a thing called the liberty score the liberty score this remember is a, it remember that name use liberty score if you ever want to see if your congressman is a real patriot or a performer and a loser just go to liberty score conservative review and just look them up so I did just that because Dan Crenshaw says Kinzinger is some like, what, bedrock legislator we should be looking up to. His Liberty score out of one to 100 was an astounding 45%. Look at that. 45. Joe, now you and I went to school in different eras, but was 45% ever passing when you went to school? Um, and it gets worse. It gets worse. The lies. Okay, thank you. I'm reasonably confident, even with the milking down now of educational standards, 45% is still failing. And you'll see Adam Kinzinger, there's a screenshot on now if you're watching on Rumble, got an F, an F on the gold standard of congressional scoring, conservative reviews, liberty score. So... Crenshaw said something else. He said, and those Freedom Caucus members, you know, the Freedom Caucus, the Republicans who actually believe in the Constitution, they're at the bottom of the list, are they? So I just looked up a few. Here's Andy Biggs. He gets 100% Liberty score. That's an A. Look at that. There's Paul Gosar. He gets a 98%. That's an A. Let's go to some more. 
Here's Warren Davidson, Liberal Freedom Caucus member. He gets an A, 96%. I don't see Kinzinger anywhere in there. No. Uh, here are three more Freedom Caucus members. Jim Jordan, A, 94%. Jeff Duncan, A, 94%. Uh, Ken Buck, A, 94%. Yeah, no Kinzinger. So basically what I'm telling you is Crenshaw is full of stuff. It rhymes with hit. Now let's break down another lie. for your service. Listen to what Dan says lying. next. So you may say, well, Dan, he didn't say Kinzinger was a conservative. Because, again, unlike the left-wing media, I do facts here. He said people who voted with Trump. Well, to give it a fair analysis... Some of the legislative proposals that came through in the Trump era that Trump supported, a lot of them were spending bills that the Freedom Caucus is never going to support. So the Freedom Caucus and their alignment with the Trump presidency sometimes is low, not because the Freedom Caucus weren't conservative, but because they don't like deficit spending bills. Amen. Now, Crenshaw knows that. But again, Crenshaw's not dumb. Crenshaw thinks you're dumb. But here's the funny thing. Even when you take Crenshaw at what he said, Kinzinger was a 99% voter with Donald Trump. He was number two on the list. He was. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's 10, way down 11, here. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 Republican members. That's just at the top of the list who were before Kinzinger in voting with President Trump. And it was not 99%. He made that up. All right, so here we go, folks. So here's what so here's what's going on. Not only listen. Oh, hold on. Let me pause. Let me shut this down. Let not, me break this down. Not only did Dan Crenshaw go on there and <clears throat> act disgusted when he talked about President Trump being in charge, but he went there and he threw Freedom Caucus members who have a score of a 100 and A plus on Liberty Score, and he threw them under the bus. Said that they were the ones that were opposing everything that you don't know what you're talking about, that this is what's going on in Washington, and then praises Adam Kinzinger. That's all you need to know about Dan Crenshaw. Anybody who continues to support Dan Crenshaw as far as a Republican goes is completely wrong, completely duped, will continue to remain ignorant to people like this. Look, I get it. Dan Crenshaw is, 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 a, is a fighter for this country, and I will never, ever diminish somebody's service to this country. I don't care what political party that they call themselves or that they say that they are that they're a part of the guy uh deserves the credit for fighting for this country but that doesn't give you free reign to act like a moron the rest of your life after that people are going to always respect your fighting for this country and and rightfully so but when you can but when you go and get into politics after that and you lie to everybody literally lie to everybody and you get super uh, super upset when people ask you the hard questions and you walk away from them or you run away from them like a Democrat, then we're not going to respect you and we're not going to honor you um, as a politician or as a representative of the people. You need to go. You need to go. And I've been saying this about Dan Crenshaw for a long time, and he's an embarrassment to pirates everywhere. <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> now, let me... Let me um, break up. I want. I, I, we're probably going to go over today because I have a lot of a lot of stories to get to. But I really want to talk about something here, and I want to talk about why I titled the show today. Why the reason I titled it that way? There's a blueprint here, ladies and gentlemen, and let me just break down for you exactly where we are over the last few weeks. We have we have major news networks be almost ready to crumble because they cannot get the viewers in order to pay the bills. They just can't. These these networks are the same networks that lied and that were evil and tried to tear down a duly elected president and really be part of a coup with the Democratic Party. Not only do you have these networks getting ready to, 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 to hit the bricks, but the people in these networks are all being exposed, fired, quitting, or running away as fast as they possibly can. If you would have asked yourself two years ago, is Rachel Maddow going to retire in two years? You would have said no. If you would have asked yourself, is, are the Cuomo brothers both going to be unemployed because of scandals? You would have said no, because you knew they existed, but you knew that they were protected. And the reason why that this is happening right now, ladies and gentlemen, is because people understand what is coming it's not just a loss that is coming in 2022 it's a loss with something attached to it and that is the draining of the swamp that last promise that was uh that was not fulfilled yet you think patrick Leahy, literally like the third uh, most powerful democrat in the country do you think he is leaving because he wants to leave 
He's not leaving because he wants to leave. He's leaving the same reason the other 19 Democrats are leaving. Because they do not want to be part of the ship when it sinks. And they're hoping that if they get away now, then they will be immune to what's coming. And again, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just a regular loss. It is a loss of epic proportions. And you are going to see the restoration of this country in, in, in such a massive fashion that that is what the best is yet to come really means i don't even think president trump understands how great this country is going to be you also have abortion ready to be overturned for the first time since it's since it was put into law with roe v wade you got that happening and ladies and gentlemen not only all of that but while all that is happening you have president trump with boots on the ground making sure that these states will not be able to be stolen again possibly decertified coming in next year with with at least two states and you have his media company growing so large that by the time he comes with a full army to take to take over again he's going to crush these people that is all the things that are happening behind the scenes right now that nobody's talking about oh but let's talk about the actual possibility of Trump becoming the Speaker of the House. Now, this was this was a rumor that was turned into a fantasy that then went from a fantasy to being, oh, this could possibly happen, to, go, to then going from, oh, this could possibly happen, to actually this may be happening, ladies and gentlemen. Sources are telling me, friends in this industry, people that work in Real America's Voice News, and even elected officials like Matt Gates are kind of letting it slip here and there when he's doing interviews, that the possibility of Trump becoming the Speaker of the House in 2022 are very real now let's break this down i actually believe thinking about this from a more logical standpoint with a right with with my head on my shoulders completely um completely focused on this possibility i think this might be more of a possibility than getting a decertification from three or four states that would put donald trump back in the presidency i think this might be more of a possibility because think about it if they're not able to cheat in 2022 in these major swing states they're not going to win which means they're going to get slaughtered in the house and the senate now if we take over both the house and the senate like i truly think is going to happen in a massive fashion by the way not just a slim majority it's going to be a huge massive political slaughter for both the house and the senate because they're not going to be able to cheat again which is why you see so many people trying to dip out as quick as they can if they take over the house and the senate they can immediately ladies and gentlemen appoint president trump as the house speaker there doesn't need to be an election there doesn't need to be a big huge debate they can immediately appoint president donald j trump the house speakership now when he says i think you're going to be very happy real soon and i think you're going to see the best is yet to come and we're going to see something that we've never seen before you think he's really talking about announcing that he's running for the presidency of the united states how many times has he told you i have no desire to talk about running for the presidency in 2024 he said it a million times and he's always speaking cryptically okay so just imagine this it's a very real possibility we destroy the house and the senate we immediately put president trump as the speaker of the house that means that nancy Stretchface armstrong punch drunk pelosi herself would have to hand over that gavel that house speaker gavel to president donald j trump the same very person that she spent four years trying to overthrow and the same very person that she ripped up his uh, presidential state of the union address she would literally have to hand that gavel over to president trump you think he's going to pass that up you think he's going to be to pass that kind of sweet revenge up i don't think he is just knowing president trump the way we know him so she would have to hand him that gavel the minute he becomes speaker of the house ladies and gentlemen they take all of this wrath that we have been working ex to expose and we take all of this wrath that has been stored up all of the evidence all of the proof against fauci pelosi biden kamala all of them and you draw up articles of impeachment which you wouldn't even have to draw up because they're already in there because people like marjorie taylor green and others have already put forth articles of impeachment so president trump puts those articles of impeachment on the house floor they debate them they vote they vote to impeach joe biden and kamala harris for all of the election fraud and all of the laws and constitution constitutional laws that they broke since they've been in office then that goes to the senate Mitch McChina would be gone at this point, ladies and gentlemen, because there's no way that the senators, the new grand, the grand new party is going to allow Mitch McChina to stay in there. So boom, Mitch McChina is gone. It passes the House like nothing. It gets to the Senate. It will then pass the Senate because I told you, like I said, I believe we're going to have more than 60 Republicans in the Senate by next year. 
Okay, so we're going to have that majority there. It passes the Senate, and then they remove Biden and Harris within no time. And I'm talking, it could literally be within 90 to 120 days after the Republicans take over the House and the Senate. And tell me again, remind me, just in case, who becomes the president if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are removed. The third in line would be President Donald J. Trump. Now, this is not a pipe dream, ladies and gentlemen. This is an actual reality. So then not only would he be president the rest of that term, which would be from 23 to 24, but he would also be able to run for president again. And if he won, he'd be president for five straight years with a majority of the House and the Senate, at least for the first year and the second year, which would be his first year of his new presidency. So it's not a pipe dream and it's not far-fetched. It's actual reality. It's actual reality. Now, not to say that we don't need to keep doing these audits and exposing this stuff and decertifying because all of that just fits right into that plan. And when Matt Gates was asked again yesterday, do you think the possibility that President Trump might become the Speaker of the House is real? And he said, it's 100% real. And he goes, I talk to President Trump about this all the time. All the time. Why would they talk about this all the time if it wasn't a possibility. President Trump doesn't waste his valuable time talking about things that aren't going to happen. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I think there's a blueprint there. And it's a very real blueprint. And all it's going to take is us winning the House and the Senate. That is it. You win the House and the Senate, and then all of that other stuff becomes a a definite reality. A definite reality. And President Trump would be absolutely stupid not to take that gavel from Nancy Pelosi and impeach Biden and Kamala Harris. The ultimate revenge, ladies and gentlemen. And then lock all these people up like Fauci. President Trump is not going to waver on his promise to drain the swamp. And this would be literally the most logical, most realistic, factual thing that he could actually do in order to start draining that swamp. So again, ladies and gentlemen, all of all it takes is to take over the House in the Senate in 2022. And it's over with for Biden. That's it. That is it. It sounds like it's a big, huge, far-fetched pipe dream. But break it down in your head. Go back after this video and re-watch what I just told you. And think to yourself, wow, the possibilities are actually real. So let's have a slurp and a prayer since I, uh, since I broke that down so, so heavily. Here we go. Let's pray. Lord and heaven, Lord and God, Lord, God in heaven, we come to you and humbly pray, Lord, that if it is your will, that this is how we regain control of our country. Lord, we pray for the unborn. We pray for the people who have been vilified unjustly. We pray for all the people that have been attacked, censored, silenced, and abused. And Lord, we pray with an armor of God around us, that by your will, your path is exactly what I just laid out. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, a very, very, very po uh, real possibility. I don't understand why they can't arrest these people for treason right now, because the people that would be doing the arresting are the corrupt people. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty much that simple. Um, Carol says, wouldn't that be sweet? Don't delay. You can do it today. No, you really can't. You really can't. You need to have an election and you need to have a proper election that removes these people from office legitimately. And then there's no stopping us. You really can't do it today because the people that would do it would never do it. <laughs> Burge 87 says, then he can hit her over the head with it. <laughs> uh, we need him back now, not 2023. It'll be too late for so many. It, it won't be too late for the country. And I don't know what you mean by it'll be too late for so many, maybe losing jobs. I can understand that. But the, but trust me, ladies and gentlemen, we're going into an election year. There's not going to be much more damage the Democrats are going to be doing, especially with all these judges striking down Biden's vaccine mandate everywhere. It's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. I told you we'd face bumps and bruises, but I told you we'd get through it just fine. And in this, and going this path, we definitely would. All right, we need to move on from that because uh, uh, there's a lot more to get to here. Uh, major news coming out of the Vatican, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't say this with a smile on my face. I truly don't. As much as I think that this guy was a fake, false pope, and as much as I think he was put there for a very, very specific and strategic reason, I do not revel in the fact that Pope Francis is dying, ladies and gentlemen. 
This is news coming straight from the Vatican. Pope Francis is dying, and they do not expect him to make it through 2022. And a lot of people don't even expect him to make it much past the Christmas season. Let's break down what's going on there. Um, two days ago, Pope Francis blasted European countries over their border policies, and tens of thousands of economic migrants are once again flooding into Europe. Francis visited refugees um, in Greece earlier this week. Francis said it's distressing to learn of the proposals to build walls and barbed wire, even though he sits behind a big, huge wall, as a solution for displaced people seeking help. Now a Vatican source has told Newsmax this, Newsmax this week that Pope Francis is dying and will not survive beyond 2022. The Vatican now preps for conclave as word travels that the Pope is dying and ladies and gentlemen, again, I do not, uh, I do not, I do not smile at that, and I do not laugh at that in any way, shape, or form. As a matter of fact, when I first read that, I felt sadness and sorrow, uh, just because I know that there's so many people in this country, in this world, who look up to the Pope as as a high priest. Um, I understand how corrupt he is, and I understand that he is a is an evil man. And and actions speak a lot louder than words. And his actions, since he was put in that place stealing it from Pope Benedict, um, uh, that, uh, you know, I don't have much sympathy for him as a, as a, as a living human being, but I don't have any um, ill will towards people when it comes to life and death. Uh, so, um, you know, for all of these, for all of you practicing Catholics out there who, who look up to uh, Pope Francis, uh, the news coming from the Vatican is that he is dying. Uh, it doesn't really say what he's dying of, but from what I understand from in this being in this industry and talking to people, it's that he's just he's he's old and he's and his organs are failing. I don't think there's a direct reason that he's dying, other than God says it's time for you to go. Um, but he looks evil. He looks awful, and uh, he is evil in so many ways. Uh, but I don't wish death on anybody. So my prayers go out to uh, to Catholics around the world. Um, as they go through this, this I'm sure it'll be a tough time for a lot of Catholics. Maybe not for, for some, but for a lot it will be. So Pope Francis, ladies and gentlemen, big news coming out of the Vatican. He is um, he's dying. Now let's move on to some more good news, shall we? Um, and I, I'm not saying that Pope Francis dying is good news. I'm saying let's move on to, to more good news. And I want to give the Smarty Award today to people like Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Rand Paul and Senator uh, John Kennedy and many others who've exposed people during Senate confirmation hearings and, and cabinet confirmation hearings because if it wasn't for people like these senators, we probably would be stuck with even more trash as it, as it, uh, as it pertains to a Biden administration. So let's go ahead and cue the drums for those senators because those guys, t ladies and gentlemen, work very hard and today they get the Smarty Award. Because another commie has been exposed because of the works and efforts of people like Ted Cruz, John Kennedy, and Rand Paul. And ladies and gentlemen, comrade, I hope I say her name right, Sally Omaravo, who was actually uh, Biden's nominee for uh, comptroller of the U.S. currency. She has pulled back her nomination. She is no longer going to be on the chopping block, ladies and gentlemen. She will definitely not be in control of the United States currency, as she definitely is a communist. And she was exposed as such by Senator Ted Kennedy, or, or John Kennedy and Tenator, uh, Senator Ted Cruz. And uh, this is just another example, ladies and gentlemen. Just like we started the video with people like Ben Berkwam standing up and exposing things, there's just about 3% of this country right now who's fighting to keep this country. And those people, ladies and gentlemen, should be honored and there should be a spotlight put on those people every single day because they are vilified, crucified, they are pre they are uh, uh, slandered, um, their character is constantly questioned, and constantly they are attacked by the mainstream media for standing up for this country. But it's those same very people, like mama bears and papa bears, who chase away these evil tyrannical rulers and uh, the potential evil tyrannical rulers that we would have had with this nominee. But ladies and gentlemen, na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey hey, 
Goodbye. We don't need communists in our government. And the funny thing about this is, is this was Joe Biden's nominee, and he's actually praising her decision to pull herself out of that nomination, saying that there was just too much stuff surrounding her past and that there was no room for somebody in office to be the comptroller of the United States currency that had the belief systems that she had. But isn't she nominated by you, Mr. Poopy Pants? Just goes to show you that Biden is not in control of his own decisions, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, uh, he had no idea who he was even nominating. So just trying to save face. Okay, we got a couple more stories here. Let me end uh, with these real quick. A 49-year-old nutbag liberal communist was arrested this morning in New York City for setting fire to the Fox News Christmas tree. But what's even more disturbing maybe than setting fire to the Fox News Christmas tree because you're a... You're a, you're a left-wing crazy person, is the praise that it got from left-wing news pundits and, of course, left-wing liberal hacks, including AOC, for burning down this Christmas tree. There's always somebody out there to justify why somebody does something bad. Well, maybe they wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for years and years of oppression. Maybe they wouldn't have burned that Christmas tree down if it wasn't for years and years of oppression. That's what the left-wing media is doing all over the place. But let me show you guys... Um, let me show you guys what happened here. First, let's read the story. A uh, bit of breaking news here. Uh, you're looking, this was last night live. This was in Fox Square, New York, outside of Fox headquarters. It appears that our giant Christmas tree there is just a, uh, just a couple minutes ago was completely engulfed in flames. Let me play you a series of videos here. Again, this 49-year-old man was arrested this morning for setting fire to this tree. That's not your video skipping. That is the video that I'm playing. I don't know why it's skipping. There it is, folks. Up in flames. Hold on. There's a couple more videos here of that. Let me go down to the one with the police officer. Here we go. So, as you can see, there's evil, evil people out there, and I'm sure that this 49-year-old man, whose name has not been released yet for some weird reason, probably because he's a well-known blue-check Twitter liberal, um, but uh, this 49-year-old man was arrested. But it goes to show you that not only was he evil in doing this, because it's a Christmas tree, and it just shows anti-Christianity. But also, ladies and gentlemen, for being violent towards a news station that you don't agree with. You don't see a bunch of conservatives going to CNN and vandalizing their building and setting fire to it and throwing things through their windows. Oh, wait, no, but you did see a bunch of Antifa and Black Lives Matter leftists do that last year to CNN's headquarters. Remember that? You'd never see a Republican do this kind of stuff. And that is why they probably don't want to release the name of this man. Either way, disgusting, disgusting, evil people out there. Let's end the show with two stories of good news. i got to bring up my phone for one of them, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we are going to go right back to the great state of Florida for this one because Ron DeSantis put out a, uh, a post yesterday. And I want to, it's, it's a post of a doctor. It's showing you a picture of a doctor. And it says this, Jeff, a Florida doctor that I met in Brandon at the special session bill signing was suspended from his job due to Biden's vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. He has now been fully reinstated due to our efforts to stop this heavy-handed federal mandate. Freedom has a home here in Florida. And it shows this doctor coming back into work, a picture of him smiling with his backpack on and his scrubs coming back to work. And that's how it should be, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully more governors start taking their cue from good old Ron DeSantis. And uh, we're starting to see justice. We're starting to see justice because there are good judges still in this country that's not going to let this, administ this administration ruin this country. So big shout out to all those down in Florida for fighting. And big shout out to all of you guys who continue to fight as well. Also, New York City's uh, Mayor de Blasio's vaccine mandate of the NYPD has now been blocked by a Manhattan judge uh, just last night. 
And, ladies and gentlemen, we fully expect his private sector vaccine mandate to be stopped by the end of the day today as well. If they're not letting Biden do it, then they're sure as heck not going to let Bill de Blasio eating his hamburgers and his french fries for a COVID vaccine. They're not going to let him win either because it's unconstitutional and it's against the Nuremberg Code, especially while we're in clinical experimental trials. The days are getting better and better, ladies and gentlemen. We are Far from losing this country. We are a lot closer to regaining this country, taking control back, and instilling the traditions and the moral compass that we've always had in this country. And again, it starts with ridding ourselves of Roe v. Wade. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go, I do want to show you. Um, I, I want to highlight one of the businesses on the American Strong Business page because I think it's a great, great opportunity for everybody. Again, we have now over, I think we have 145 businesses in there. Please spread the word. Get your friends with small businesses or home businesses to get themselves up here. But let's go over and let's highlight a business today. This is one that really caught my eye. Wesley's Ark Christian Family Camp. Let's click there and see what's going on in Wesley's Ark Christian Family Camp. There's the logo. It is in Redbud, I'm excuse me, Redbud Lane, Cincinnati, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. And here's what it says. We are a Christian family camp that caters to those interested in Christian values, country, patriot, and healthy living. Our facilities are available to singles and families that want either a rustic dwelling, i.e. tents or dry cabins, or a luxury cabin. We do have Wi-Fi in our community center. Of course, includes Live from America broadcasts with Jeremy Harrell. Look at that. Services, good for kids, wheelchair accessible, and parking available. Ladies and gentlemen, this is in Ohio, Wesley's Ark Christian Family Camp. And that is the reason why I love stuff like this, folks. We would never know this stuff on a national scale. And a lot of people take vacations. Who knows? Maybe there's somebody in Ohio, a Christian family, who would love to come and be a part of this Christian camp themselves or their kids or the entire family. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the American Strong Business tab on JeremyHarrell.com. And while you're there, get yourself a 3%er t-shirt because you are part of the 3%ers. And of course, get you some armor of God. You can't beat God gear. God bless you guys. Thank you very much for joining in today. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. Thank you for your dedication and loyalty to the show, your shares, your likes, and all of your loyalty to Live from America. Remember, there are right ways, folks, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. And, of course, be on the lookout for that Getter share because we are now live on Getter, Firestick, Roku, and Rumble. And then later...